Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a chocolate, goddammit. Brought to you in surround sound. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Terrible. By LucasArts. (laughs) (laughs) For years, they called that thing in wrestling, uh, that big-ass screen, they called it the Titantron when I was was a a young type. No, no, no. uh, Titantron is actually like... the, the, The Titantron is a brand of... TV or screen or whatever that is, was used for like a lot of stadiums and stuff back in the day. That's why it was called the Titan Tron. I don't like think if so. you went to like any stadium, it was like that's the Titan Tron. You know, I think they just stole that from the WWE. <laughs> I think it's just straight up. You think the WWE would have their own like TV just, screen and shit? I, I thought it was just one of those like They're not the Dallas Cowboys. Joe. Maybe it was like you know like Transmorphers. Maybe it was like. Two A's for Titan, you know, or something like that, where it was, uh, you know, was the Titan Tron calling the shots? Mm. Yeah, yeah. We're all getting our signals from the TV. <laughs> yeah, like they live. Rowdy Rowdy Piper, put on my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Keith David, him and Gargoyles, uh, Keith David, fucking oh, what was his name in that? Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, all I hear now is just Goliath. Calling him a motherfucker, uh, and and having the dirtiest street fight I've ever seen is in They Live. You know the the cripple fight from South Park. Yeah, that's what they stole that from. That entire like scene is choreographed from the movie They Live with Seriously? Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah, They Live. Uh huh. I can't say I've heard of this movie. It's a movie where Rowdy Roddy Piper gets these sunglasses that allow him to see that there are aliens everywhere in the world, but they're all hidden. And there are ads, and underneath the ads, uh, when he puts these sunglasses, it's like, obey, or uh, eat three squares a day, don't report, uh, or report, you know, like, uh, suspicious human activity, like, all this crazy shit, you're like, what the fuck? And then, he's trying to get Keith David to believe him, so his only recourse is to yell, put on the glasses, over and over and over again. And they had this street fight where they're like, where Roddy Roddy Piper's doing, like, you know, backdrops and shit, and... And finally, it just ends with Roddy Roddy Piper getting kneed in the balls like three times by Keith David. And they just get up and walk away like completely unnecessary. He could have just went, like, no, nah, man, I'm not putting the glasses on and run. 
<laughs> but no, it had to be fucking crazy shit. I I kind of got to see this movie though, just because it's Rowdy Roddy Piper doing it. And he's fucking you know. great. You know the line in Duke Nukem where he's like, "I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum." Yeah. yeah, that's from that movie. Is it really? Yeah, that's where it comes from. <laughs> uh, Which, by the way, I do a pretty good Duke Nukem. <laughs> I like that. It wasn't too bad, though. John. That just gave me a little bit more like appreciation for Roddy Roddy Piper. He's you know? fucking like, phenomenal in it. I, I mean, he's a big dumb wrestler, <laughs> but you know, it, it, it's Rowdy Roddy. It pull, he pulls it off. I'm, I believe him. <laughs> so, speaking of that, <laughs> <laughs> this is Henchman Radio. This is another wrestling podcast. Wrestling, brother. So we have the first one. That's all done. We're Hench-mania. doing this. Henchmania. Henchmania. Yeah. Yeah. We've, uh, we're going to do that one. And, of course, you know the other people with me before we get too far into it probably good to introduce. So why don't you do that? You. I'm damn it, Phil. Okay. Interesting voice choice, I got to say there. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, as always, I'm Henchwife Alley. Joining in Alrighty. for this edition of what Henchmania Two, Henchmania Return Two, of the Hench, yeah, Return <laughs> of the Hench, the Hench Return. Uh, yeah, so we're from the, we're we're live from the Hench Cave. <laughs> Obviously, it's and really bright and sunny in here. Right, we got to get a better <laughs> cave. I think we're, that's step step one. I think it's just like we're full on like geek vampires. You know, like we don't really do much during the daytime, so it's like. I have no, we have no curtains right now, and so it's really bright, and so it's just like, dear God, I'm gonna freaking bust into ash. Like, <laughs> Finally, there's there's some sunlight coming in, and it's just not agreeable. It's just terrible. We don't need no tans. Let those motherfuckers be white. I prefer the pale skin, like my homegirl Paige. <laughs> Listen to that segue. Listen to what, how we got there. Isn't that great? Phil. Kudos to me, right? Phil Page. Page, Page Phil. Page. Allie Page. Page. Yes, Betty Page. Page. <laughs> well, and that's kind of the interesting thing, is it? Like, First Page. Did, you know, the name choice could totally be like an homage to Betty Page. I don't know if it is. But it could be. I mean, you know, it's, it's whatever. I So... Basically, we're going to just talk about a couple of wrestlers first. Yeah. And Paige being the first one. She's, she, we were just watching the fir, the WrestleMania after, uh, not the WrestleMania, the Raw after WrestleMania 30, where she was introduced. Yeah. We the didn't actually get to it. But, Paige. <laughs> yeah. Yep. As any comic book reader will know, we have to see the first appearance. <laughs> and. Origin stories are so important. Yeah. <laughs> she just showed up one day, and that was it. <laughs> there's never, like... Well, I guess I shouldn't say never, because there's always people that come up, that like Kane, who comes in with, hot with a story. Like, oh, I'm yeah. the Undertaker's brother, bro! Yeah, what do you can, when you can just make an explosive entrance like that, you're set. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you got to work hard for it. Yeah, I think Paige was the women's champion at NXT yeah. for a while. Yeah, and then okay. she kind of broke over here. And so... Originally, when you saw her, Allie, what drew you to her? You being a wrestling fan from way back, but you're just now catching up with more current stuff. Yeah, um, I really fell out of touch with wrestling for many a year. I mean, I got into it back in, like, I want to say, you know, mid to late 90s, 
you know, and then got out of it by the early 2000s pretty much. So it's been a hot second since I've like had my ear to the ground and actually known what's going on. Um, but obviously the first thing being the WrestleMania party last year. WrestleMania 30, yeah. Yeah, kind of yes. tapped me back into it. And then this year watching WrestleMania and then we've been watching the Raws and SmackDowns since this year and going back and watching some stuff and just digging it digging it but Paige um, I mean I just obviously I love the goth look you know and knowing that she's from England so she's like a legit British goth is pretty cool Um, the English angle is a good one because because she's so white like if she were from like Tucson or something like that it would just be odd but when you say, like, from Blackpool, England, you're just like, oh, well, obviously. Okay, good. <laughs> it just kind of puts that to the side yeah. for me so I can focus on the fact that she just kicks people's asses in the ring. Right. Like, for, you know, a lot of the divas, they go for a slightly more, quote-unquote, feminine fighting style. but Bigger not titties. But not Paige. Like, <laughs> she comes out and she fights just like the men. Like, she's very aggressive. Yes. And, you know, um, she... But as I was kind of saying earlier when we were doing some show prep, like, I really love that she talks a lot of shit. Like, you know, she mm-hmm. really stays in character the whole time. She's, like, on camera. And, like, just that character is obviously a I-don't-take-any-shit, like, UK badass. And her you know, whole, like, glampire thing. You know what they call uh, staying in character and, like, the the wrestling biz like the wrestling talk biz Uh, everyone has all these like terms that they use like mark is just somebody who (laughs) goes and watches a show and they want to significant separate themselves from that the people who know it's all fake quote unquote know it's all fake and try and follow the storylines are called smarks or smart marks (laughs) but staying in character is a kayfabe is what they call it Mm. no fucking idea why but it's just one of those (laughs) things when you're reading like Bleacher Report or something, they'll talk about kayfabe. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. They, all, they have to have all these, like, weird names for it. as opposed it's a to, whole society. Yeah, and they just want to separate themselves from other fans. Like, oh, wrestling fans are the bestest fans. And, yeah, I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they have some good chance. <laughs> but, yeah, so I've just kind of gotten taken with Paige, and mm-hmm. I like her fighting style. And, you know, obviously some of the people that she kind of rivals against I don't like so that works out for me too the women's division Phil the women's division first of all meow uh, meow so, so <laughs> it did, it, for a while the women's division was a joke it was fucking terrible you know it's like oh we have a divas champion it's like you, you bitches ain't, aren't really fighting like you bitches aren't fighting tomorrow no. you know like you're not like this divas champion was a joke now like you got the Bellas you got you got Paige, you got Which Naomi Bellas... fighting up and everything now too, and mm-hmm. and and with Natalia and everybody's. It, yes, it, it's nice because now it's like okay, let's see what these girls can do. You know, like let's let, let's give these girls some more rules, kind of like the guys now. You know, let's let's give them a bit more of like some guy matches. Now you know, there not are fighting the guys, but yeah. there are still kind some like girls <laughs> yeah. that go out there and try and you know just placate and just do like just try and be quote-unquote, the diva without the fighting. Piece of ass. You know? And 
the funny thing is where before they would have just like been okay with it now it's almost like the real fighter girls like try and push them out i've noticed like and they don't really last very long <laughs> well I, we were watching that fight with uh it was alicia fox and uh, uh natalia right yeah. yeah and alicia fox i was considered one of the plastic divas you know just yeah. just yeah. goes out there you know that's a good term for it plastic diva and she kind of surprised me she she did some move she was okay it was real slow kind of stuff but yeah. i think that people like Paige and aj lee and natalia are kind of showing them that they don't have to be they need to push themselves if they want to make a name for themselves in the division because yeah. it's actually becoming relevant again so yeah and that you can be you know you don't have have to be like china size to right. be strong like you know because Paige is very, like, thin, but when you see her fight, like, her muscles pop. Like, that bitch is strong. Mm -hmm. Like, you can tell she, you know, we were watching one of the fights, and, like, she picks Natalia straight up, like, you know, almost no kind of bend at the knee and just flips her, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, you know, whereas from afar, you look at Paige, and she just looks like your wavy little goth girl, you know, and that's what I kind of love about her. It's the kind of whole almost Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing of like from afar she doesn't look like a wrestler she just looks like you know some cool alternative chick that I probably want to mm -hmm. hang out with you know and then she's out there kicking these bitches asses that are like <laughs> twice her size and weight and you know have been doing it for a long time and yet you know yeah she's only been you know in pro WWE or whatever for like a little over a year now and you know, I, I, I was saying I want to get mm. one of her shirts because, like, they have a cool shirt at Hot Topic and it says, like, scream for me or something because yeah. that's one of her taglines. I mean, to be able to say that you took the Divas belt in your first year of wrestling, that's to say yeah. something, you know, so. But like we said, she was the NXT Women's Champion, so yeah. that the the gold is probably destined, <laughs> as, they, as they say in the business. Oh, yeah. In those fucking packages they run before every uh, pay-per-view to get you pumped up. Yeah. I love it. They work, though. They do. And pay-per-views have kind of become like the graphic novel of wrestling. Like, you'll, you'll sit there and, like, this is the culmination of everything. You get everything you need with the, the packages we run before every match. So that's what we tell every, everyone for uh, WrestleMania parties. Like, you don't need to know anything. They tell you everything you need to know just by running yeah. this, like, crazy shit. So Their little recap. Yeah. yeah. So it's perfect. And uh, Recap montage. Yes. That's, that's why, like, when I was showing Ali WrestleMania this year, and she's like, well, what's going on? I'm like, all right, just watch the intros. Mm -hmm. you know, just watch the intros. You know? And she asked me a question. I'm like, no, no, just watch it real quick. You know, It'll explain everything. And then she'd be done with it. She's like, oh, they're going to fuck him up. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's what was cool about WrestleMania this year is like, as important as it was last year because of what happened, people weren't very happy with how it happened. Yeah. I think this year they really, really tried to make it better for everyone involved. Yeah, I wouldn't say fan service specifically, but in the end, they did what I wasn't expecting or what I or what I couldn't imagine could happen, and that's not something that happens every time, you know. Yeah. So I love that. I loved it. We could start with just the first match because we have a couple of people that we like in it's, that. It's one of the, it, like this year. It just felt like it's one of those things. Like it, in each match. They gave you both what you wanted and didn't want to happen. Yeah. You know? Sometimes they shoved a little shit on there and, yeah. and made it a little unpalatable. I think that, and it was really kind of a year of the underdogs this year. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, you know, they did a lot of kind of like Cinderella story aspects, which yeah, normally... Yeah, Cinderella story. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> normally there's only like one, you know, maybe in a WrestleMania, there's like one big underdog that everyone's kind of rooting for. This year right, there were right. a few, so, and surprisingly, a lot of the underdogs won, so it was like really fun and exciting in that respect, too, from what I understood from the recaps. <coughs> so, the first match, do we want to talk about the... We'll talk about the pre-show first, briefly. Ask, yeah. yeah, yeah, the four-way the tag. match. That was fantastic. I enjoyed okay. that. I wasn't going into it. I wasn't like a big fan of really any of the tag teams, you know, like they're like, I think all of them are good wrestlers, you know, it's just one of those. I wasn't like really turned into any of the tag team fans, but that match just turned into one of those. Like, I can't believe this just happened. That was fantastic. That's true. You and know? I think they, that's what they really needed. Yeah. was another way to draw people in. Like, look at all these fucking crazy people we have. Even if the Usos are down a member, yeah. he's st- the other one is going to do even crazier yeah. shit to make sure that you understand that... His brother got out, and clear. so many times it turned around that it looked like he was going to get the belt back for him. He's yeah. like, by himself? Go for it. Which, but to be clear, let's say, who all was in the four-way match? Okay, we had uh, Cesaro, uh, Cesaro and Tyson, Tyson Kidd. And then we had the luchadors or the uh, lucha uh, the like, matadors matadors, which that gimmick is never going to get over. Can we just call him Primo and Epico again? I hate those fucking. That guys. is who that is. Yeah, I hate the fucking okay. gimmick. I don't know. I kind of like Lil Torito with him. But I, I enjoy seeing him run around. It's just a midget it's, film. I understand <laughs> that, but we need more midgets in wrestling, Jeff. Do All we right. not? All right, you got me there. Okay. Uh, and then we had the Usos. Uso. Jimmy and Jimmy and Jay Uso? Yeah. Is that it? Jimmy and Jay Uso. I don't know which one got knocked out to be honest yeah. with you. I think it was I think it was Jimmy, but I'm not entirely sure. And know. then we had um um New Day. Oh yeah. Which was Big E and Kofi Kingston. Yes, with with Xavier Woods as the, the hype man, the flavor flav as it were. Yes. <laughs> and I cannot say that I thought it was awesome that like all four teams came out with like a manager or somebody a with a mascot them. of some kind, yeah. yes. I'm not a big fan of New Day. They're really, really kind of just... I enjoy those wrestlers on their own. I'm just not a big fan of the Team New Day. You know, it just feels like a gimmick thrown together. It's like... Uh, well, that's the thing. It's very gimmicky. You know? it, is, it is very... It's it's very 80s wrestling, you know, kind of... They're, they're supposed to be like a gospel group almost, it seems like. And they're, they're going out there spreading the brand new day and all that yeah. nonsense. I, I think they're fine. I, I think that in a world of tag teams right now... That's where Biggie and Kofi need to be, yeah. Because they don't need to be intruding on the intercontinental scene right now. Maybe the U.S., but I don't even know where the fuck that thing is anymore. Because yeah. I'm out, I've been out of wrestling for well, so Cena, long. Cena, oh, Cena has the U.S. Right. champion right now, and he has since maintaining it at WrestleMania has held a position of an open challenge where any Raw or SmackDown hmm. anyone can challenge him for the U.S. title. And so far, uh, uh, Dean sorry. Ambrose lost yeah, to Dean him. Yeah, Dean Ambrose St- lost. Uh, right. Stardust lost to him. Oh, Stardust did it too. And that's um, all I think we've seen so far. I think there was one more. I can't remember. But yeah, um, yeah so Cena is still the reigning U.S. title champion. But let's go back to the the other one. The, uh, yeah, the tag team tag team match. Who ended up winning that? It was Tyson Kidd. Tyson and Cesaro. And after I'll tell you a what, bunch of crazy shit that after, just went on. Oh, all kinds. Of, and it's one of those things where, like, the entire, like, halfway through the match, you lose track of who's legal and who's not. Mm-hmm. You know, like, wait a minute, who's like? I had no fucking like, idea. Wait a minute. And then yeah. at the end, like, when who was it? It was the Uso, one of the Usos, like, jumped off the corner and like frog splashed him. 
And he's like, no, you're not legal. And they're like, oh, Cesaro just tagged in. Like, yeah. first time I watched it, I'm like, I didn't see anything. I and then they replayed it. And like, I saw, he just tags his foot right as he's jumping. I'm like, wow. He tagged the foot? He tagged oh, his well, foot. No you know, I was like, boom. I'm like, wow. That's like, this fine. is fantastic. And just the part when the six-man tower. Yeah, that was pretty bad. When it was just six people up. It's like a doomsday device body drop. two. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. That was pretty badass. But yeah. then the, the madness didn't end there because we went on to the Andre Memorial Battle Royale, which I guess is going to be a thing every year now, which is badass. I yeah. like that. Last year was the first one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. WrestleMania 30 was the first one. Uh-huh. So. And Cesaro won that one. Yep. So he was in it again. Yep. But this time, who came out on top? The new giant. Yeah. The big show. <laughs> Paul White. <laughs> I, I do like Big Show, but as as I tend to say, like I just I'm one of those people I rebel against the authority as well. So I'm just uh-huh. like since he really sides with like Kane and Triple H, and you know he's kind of now become the you know lap dog in a lot of ways of the authority. He's like their muscle. So anytime yeah. like Kane or the or Triple H or Stephanie comes out, like Big Show's like alongside. Same with. You know, as other people will yeah. get to here shortly. See, but I had always been a Big Show fan. You know, like, I love as Big a kid, show. I, I've always enjoyed watching him wrestle. You know, like I've always just enjoyed him in the ring. And he is the new and giant. Yeah, he is. And it's just one of those things that I'd like to see him like get out from underneath everybody's shadow and like just yeah take control of the belt for a little bit again. You know, I, he was the world champion for a little bit. I think yeah, but, he was. Uh, and I'd like to see him do it again. You know, because I mean, I. I believe he has the potential. They just need to let him do it. Yeah. You know. I've always liked Big Show. I'm glad that he kind of won it. I felt like he should have won the first one, to be honest with you, because he Agreed. is the giant. You know, yeah. like, yeah. just give it to the man. We know it's going to eventuality. Like, let number the two, Wookiee just, win. Yeah. yeah. Just, mm, just, all right, whatever. You know, <laughs> it, it kind of helps Cesaro along when he needed the push. So, yeah. and now he's tag team champions with kids. So, yeah. who, you know, is basically just a, a, a viewport to get Natalia's titties in the ring. <laughs> Every fucking uh, no, two times a night. That's when we get to see him because then some 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 Sorry, I'm speaking Chinese. Um, uh, yeah, it's just she gets to be out there uh, two nights a week, which is good. Or, yeah. uh, two times a night, Jesus. Edit from here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's normally the three of them together. I noticed it's almost like they have like a polygamous fucking relationship going or something. Like. No, I think Cesaro just jerks off and watches. <laughs> <laughs> he holds the camera. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Nightly. So uh, that was the there is kind of There is kind of a, like a relationship between Tyson Kidd and, and Cesaro. That, like, there's a relationship between them. It's just, there's just something off about it. It was like, the two of you, I, agree. I don't want to be lovers. Like, what's, That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, I think a little bit more than bros, bro. Yeah, I yeah, think it's, like, it's almost like a poly thing. Like, not that I'm saying it's been said in any way. Tyson but... Kidney, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, so that was all the pre-show, correct? Yeah, it was just like two. two big matches, which was cool, just yeah. for everybody out there who's not in a match tonight. And we finally got to see the Miz and uh, Miz Dow feud explode finally. Explode! That thing up. Yeah. yeah. But I think all three of us sitting here can happily say that we're kind of happy to see it happen because the Miz has just been treating Miz Dow like shit for a little while and I I mean I do like you know Ms. Dow's whole attitude and I think they built that whole story up pretty well so I've, I enjoyed it 
The whole Mizdale story I thought was good too. I, I I enjoyed that he was the stunt double. Yeah. For yeah. a long time, and it was just everyone started liking. It. Of course, the whole audience had to start liking him See? because the Miz is such a douche. Like right. it's like anybody you put next to him is never going to measure up to the amount of douche that the Miz is. But the first just, okay, the first time I had Ali watch a Miz down Miz tag team match. They come out and I explain to him like, oh, he's the, he's his uh, stunt double, this and that, you know, yada yada. He's trying to help his career along, whatever. He's like, okay, that's kind of weird, but okay, you know. And we're sitting here watching. <laughs> it's kind of weird. <laughs> and we're sitting there watching, and then like at one point, like uh, the Miz takes a hit and drops, and then uh, Miz now drops too. She's like, what is he doing? I'm like, he's his stunt double. He has to take the damage for him. She's like, but he's not in the ring. I'm like, yeah, but he has to act like he is every time. He's like, is he going to do this the whole match? <laughs> I'm like, sometimes, yeah. yeah <laughs> and just like her look, the look on her face was just like, oh my God. But after the match kept going, you could see that she just started enjoying it. It was like, okay, this is just ridiculous. Like, because the Miz finally got to be funny. Like, yeah. instead of that whole, I'm better than you attitude that so many wrestlers have, you know, it's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And now he's just being goofy and yeah. <laughs> fake falls on the ring, uh, uh, ring apron. You're like, <laughs> I like I that. Like- Spider, that's it? That's the best you got? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. The sum of $3,000 will be paid to the terrifying, the deadly, the amazing Spider-Man! My name's the Human Spider. I don't care. Get out there. No, he got my name wrong. Get you out there, him. you moron. Yeah, a lot of good matches in WrestleMania this year. Um, there was the Divas Battle, 
Um, <laughs> Which AJ Lee is no longer with the company. Yeah. As as we've as we've heard, some speculate that it's you know uh, mostly because of the way they treated CM Punk and by AJ. You know, bye. Yeah, she's gone. gone Full so sad. We'll miss you. Full miss you. <laughs> Love you, AJ. And so she was teamed up with Paige against the Bellas, who have improved greatly. Yeah, I they, feel as wrestlers. Yeah. They're actually working together and doing wrestling moves as opposed to just, you know, dancing around out there and, and being... <laughs> Tramps. Yeah. And, and they're one of the few divas that are picking it up, like, going, mm-hmm. hey, guys, this is serious. Like, let's be some serious athletes with this now, you know? Or, I'm sorry, serious entertainers with this now. Sports entertainers, Phil. Because yeah. I, I, it wasn't until, like, just, like, the other day that I was like, you know what? I realized that wrestling they don't go the be- this is the greatest spectacle in sports inter- in sports history whatever they go no this is the greatest greatest spectacle in entertainment you know it's like well yeah because they people don't want to call it a sport and i guess I it's not yeah. you know since everybody knows or That's what I'm saying. but yeah. people know what it's going to be <laughs> yeah yeah so we had the divos battle and then um we had the intercontinental ladder match Oh, yeah, it was the first match of the night. That was the first match of the night. That was Bad News Barrett, Allie's boy. Yeah, yeah my bad boy. We had Jeff's boy, Daniel Bryan. Yes, D. Bry. We had uh, 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 Luke Harper. We had uh, R-Truth, who apparently was afraid of heights. In a <laughs> was match. that what it was? Yeah, because yeah, he, he went in saying, oh, I'm afraid of heights. I don't know if I can do this. Like, why did you enter your name then? Um, he really felt like odd man out, like like one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, and it's our truth. Yeah. <laughs> All these people, are like all right, you know, whatever. A rapper. And then we had uh, Dolph Ziggler, Stardust, and Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, he's been kind of walking around for a while after the Shield breakup, and he's been really looking to hold a belt. He wants he wants to hold something. Yeah, yeah. Phil really likes <laughs> his swinging god. <laughs> Phil's a big Dean Ambrose fan. I'm I like Dean him. Ambrose. I think he's funny. That's my boy. Right he's now. from Ohio, right? Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So is Miz. You don't like him? <laughs> well, and so is Ziggler. He's from Cleveland. Oh yeah. 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 I like Dolph. He's cool. I like Dolph. Yeah. He's ever since he turned face, I like him. Yeah. He's, he's just he's just fun now. Oh yeah. Uh. Barrett. Let's talk about Barrett. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Allie, you're a Barrett fan. Why are you a Barrett fan? Um, Granted, sexy man. I'll say it oh, right off the bat. Yeah, He's I a mean, sexy man. <laughs> He's got that UK kind of dark hair, dark eyes, good looks thing. You know, very King Arthur-ish, I guess. Yes, not but, Aryan, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna take a bull hammer. But yeah, he's, you know, the bull hammer, that's his signature, you know, hard punch that he does from across the ring. Which is like, it's like a a forearm shot. I think it's, I think it's an elbow shot. It's supposed to be the elbow? Like, like, all right, whatever. It's this whole, like, full body across the I haven't seen, like, a good shot of him actually doing it. Well, yeah, because it has to miss, Phil. Otherwise, he'd kill somebody. (laughs) Damn. Shh. Don't blow up everybody. I'm sorry. Don't break kayfabe. (laughs) But I really like uh, Bad News Barry for a couple reasons. Um, he's one of those guys that, you know, I know he's like the bad guy, he's the villain or whatever, and like the storylines, but um, he, he really plays up to it. He's got great, like, you know, stage presence and personality and just, you know, like, not to mention the fact he's a really good fighter. I mean, you can't deny, like, he... He's a solid contender when he's out in the ring, and he really knows like the timing. Not in like a totally 
cheap Seth Rollins kind of way, but he just he knows how to time when he's going to like jump in there and get some really good hits. And we were watching, I think it was the first Raw after WrestleMania, and he's, like, doing commentary. And at one point, like, at the end of the fight, he just jumps in and fucking bullhammers somebody in the face and knocks them out for, like, the rest of the fight. Uh, oh, that was Brian. SmackDown. Oh, yeah, SmackDown. Or, I think that was, I think it was Raw. Raw a week ago. Yeah, it was, when he, it was, it was Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus, was it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then, like, Daniel Bryan fell out of the ring, like, picked it, like, stood up, and then like, he just knocked him. Right, he got up from behind like the commentator Here's, area. Apparently, apparently gave him like what, what did they say, six stitches. Or yeah, something? a yeah. couple stitches in so. his head. Here's what I love about Barrett. He's the perfect catchphrase for the perfect voice. He's. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking makes me happy whenever I hear that. Yeah, he's really, you know, yeah. Like he's, I mean, he's like he's a, a character. He's a legit yeah. character. He's a fine wrestler. I feel like some of his moves are kind of stupid, like <gasps> the wasteland. He literally just picks somebody out and throws them down on, like from his shoulders onto their back. Like, all right, fine. Uh, could look a little bit more impressive, but whatever. And. Uh, I I, th- I love that he was holding the Intercontinental Championship because that means an American took it from him. So I was like, all right, you know that always makes me happy. <laughs> you know, much like the Cena fight we'll talk about later. But uh, I love Daniel Bryan, just the yeah. goat, the flying goat, as they love to call him. I don't know why, which is one of those characters. Like that's what I was heard about to get back into wrestling. So I started watching some of his matches. We watched WrestleMania 30, and he won the belt, and then he got his neck all fucked up and he had to go for surgery and he might might not ever come back it's that fucking story see it wasn't until like the whole team hell no thing started up and i'm like yeah. all right daniel bryan's pretty fun like let's right, get right. into this you know and yeah i mean daniel i enjoy daniel bryan he's he's pretty fun i was kind of hoping dean would take it home and my, my, my two picks was either dean ambrose or dolph ziggler you know but i mean i'm not mad about daniel bryan bringing it you know <clears throat> i will say that that the the, what was it? The power bomb that that bad news Barrett gave to Dean Ambrose to yeah. the ladder. That Shit. was ridiculous. <laughs> I I was shocked. Like honestly, that Ambrose didn't have like serious back damage from that because he went flying down through that rough. thing. It was probably like five feet. He fell, and it was just, like, you know, hard impact. And it was the whole thing of, like, despite the noise in the audience, we all heard that impact smack, like, crack noise when it broke. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean... What's what's the theory behind it, Phil? 60%... uh, 60% acting, 40% real, 40%... Acting sixty percent. Yes, it's, yeah. it switches. That I don't was know which definitely one it's gonna be until you see it. That, that was, was definitely a sixty percent real. And hey, he the felt, back of my head's open. Can you help me out with that? I, I think Dean Ambrose faults all sixty percent of freaking bad news Barrett's freaking body weight on that head. Yeah, and that yeah. goes back to our last <laughs> podcast where it was like the fun thing is to guess what when it is real. Yeah. Whether or not that like hey, are they fucking around? Is Brock gonna do something this week? Where's he gone? <laughs> Let's see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that uh, and Stardust, I love you. I absolutely love you. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. You mean Mister Sinister? Right? Mister Sinister, yes. <laughs> He's okay. just wearing your Mr. costume. Did look like Mister Sinister. A, you got a lot of props for me. I was very happy with that. Kudos, but also B, why did you do Sinister? Like he you didn't is have just, to, but it, it was fun. I enjoyed it for the gimmick and for the character. It worked, and I loved it. Okay. Yeah, and. Uh, I, if you guys would let me, I would do star, I would do a Stardust fucking cosplay. But, oh my god, you know, no. that would be awesome. 
But you guys wouldn't let me do I it. just don't understand. Like, he's now performing for himself, I guess, which yeah. is good. But, like, nobody besides us is going to get, A, that's Mr. Sinister, and B, what the fuck ever he's doing, <laughs> which is being this crazy-ass Stardust character. Just <laughs> yeah. be Cody Rhodes, right? I, I love that each belt is a different, like... Uh, like power ring or something you know it's like some kind of like celestial element that he has to get have you noticed that no yeah, is that is, is that what he's claiming he was out? saying that the, he was saying that the intercontinental championship was his uh what was his it was his milky way it was, it, was, it was like his his star pegasus or something for him to like fly back home and or something oh and my like, god just like how when uh just like when it was him and goldus trying to get the tag team belts and he was saying that it was the uh it was the what was it, it was the galactic it was the galactic key you know and stuff like I'm enjoying the gimmick Phil, but when you introduce your own homemade ladder Phil Phil I'm sorry that thing was fucking covered in rhinestones and I, I know I'm, we're not to speak of it no, again no no no, no no not to speak of it he again sh- he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have done it like he should have done that it would get the boy <laughs> don't bring in your own ladder like that was that was a, that was a bit silly like if you that if you if you carry it in from the from outside and just bring it into the ring with you cool Beneath the ring, yeah, it was. Yeah. When and then question. he broke it and beat it with him. Question. Beat him with it. When is Dusty Rhodes going to come out of the back and start <laughs> slapping some sense into that boy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going on out here, <laughs> Dusty Rhodes? After a while, you're just going to see him and Goldust are doing the, the, bionic, the elbow. bionic elbow, the most devastating move in all of wrestling history, from corner to corner in the ring for a little bit. You know, <laughs> just ding, 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 ding. <laughs> 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 it would be fucking funny to see. Oh my god! It's like a, like a, uh, that Harvey Birdman where they kept hitting uh, Fred Flintstone on the exactly. head to get the right personality to come back out. Yeah. Which, by the way, I still kind of want to check out this WWE Flintstones movie that they did. Oh my god! I forgot you know, about that already. I kind of want to check that out. You know, they did like. a Scooby Doo one too. Did what? they? Yeah, I, I kind of want to watch that one too. I didn't know they did a Scooby Doo one. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, actually, they've got a uh, a new show coming out uh, that's like WWE Camp, which is yes. like it's supposed to be uh, Seth Green it's, helped to yeah, do it, and it's like uh, the yeah. WWE characters at a summer Green, camp, yeah. all animated and shit. That yeah, great. it so looks pretty funny. I want to watch that. I would totally get There's that. There's like a little clip where like they threw Undertaker's coffin into the lake, and like he just wakes. Like, yeah, like Jason and shit. (laughs) Love it, but yeah, that that does look really fun, and that's one thing too that I I like now, as opposed to back in the day when I was into WWE and wrestling and stuff. Like, is I think now, like as kind of like Phil was saying, it it's more about just accepting that it's entertainment and not just taking itself so seriously. So they're doing a lot more fun stuff like that. And, you know, like they have like the diva shows and stuff that are very much like the whole, like, Reality TV, Desert Housewives kind of bullshit. You get to see them go out on photo shoots and interviews and be themselves. and Yeah, which is fucking strange. I think Paige is going to start being on that too now. She's already on it. Oh, she's already on it? She's been on it for like the past year, I think. But it's just just fucking strange that it's like... It's become this big again, I guess. You know, like they've got like an entire network now themselves where you can watch every pay per view. They've yep. got shows on E. They have their their regular show on uh, USA, and then and the networks broadcast in like over a hundred countries. And, yeah, like it. It's more almost like a whole underground society now whereas mm-hmm. before it was just kind of a fad. Like it's literally like, and now I bring it up to certain people, and it's like. 
everyone has some kind of a story of at one point when they were into wrestling, but then you see the people that are like still into it and it's, they're, you know, really into it. Like it's a whole world. So, yeah. So let's talk about the next match, then, which was, uh, well, I don't think it might have been the next one, but Triple H and Sting. I think in that kind of match, they were really trying to draw us as as watchers back in the day. Veteran fans. They yeah. Were yeah. To speak. I watched to... WCW and I watched DX. They were trying to reignite that little kid in you. It was like, I remember watching this back in middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember you two. Yes. Like, I never got to see you two fight. And then it's like, oh, this is the first time it's ever happened. Like, holy shit, okay. Because that's how I was drawn in for WrestleMania 30 was because Undertaker was doing, like, the big fight. Because I'm like, I yeah. remember the Undertaker from when I used to watch wrestling, you know? So, yeah, it's like, wow, when, Sting and Triple H. Like, I remember those guys, you know? So I, totally I remember agree. when you told her, like, last year, you're like, oh, Undertaker's defending the streak. And you're like, and she's like, oh, what is it? You're like, he's going to be, he's 20 and 0 right now. He's like, still undefeated? Like, yeah. It's like, okay, let's watch it. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. So I totally agree with that, Jeff. I really think, like, you know, they've recognized that, a lot of us that are, you know, bridging that 30s gap are, like, we've kind of fallen out of touch with it. And they mm-hmm. they know there's a way, because it is so popular again, to kind of pull us back in. It's like so, they're, it's like they're using it to It's like they're using it to, like, bring the old watchers back in, but introduce them to the new era at of the same fans. time. To right. Like, all right, your stuff's about done, but here's what's going on now. Are you still interested? A research, you know. Yeah. Here's something for the old timers, and then maybe they'll stick around for the you know, the, the yeah. big fights. Yeah. Which you know, fine, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So, I, I did enjoy that NWO and DX coming out. You that know, was all the yeah. members. Just seeing all of them. Shawn Michaels. The Shawn was a special one. He had to come in at the end. I oh, lost my shit when NWO came out. You can yeah. ask Phil. I was like. Oh my god, like <laughs> fucking Hogan and uh Kevin Nash. Kevin and Nash. Scott that's Hall. my that's my dude right there. They I have love a for that. Nash. It's called Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hooker. <laughs> but uh Ali was, Ali was flipping out like I remember what was it? Triple H was like on the ground and like he's crawling towards his sledgehammer and then Hogan just takes the hammer out of the ring. I was like, oh, I took your hammer, bitch. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do, brother? Well, and, you know, DXL does like the crotch hit and stuff and I'm like, yeah! Because like, I used to do that, you know? When we were watching it uh, with, with our friend Susan, just goes like, why is he doing the, the the suck it thing? That's way over. And then like five minutes later, we're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> Degenerate. Uh, <laughs> I have all those fucking CDs from yeah, uh, yeah like volume three to the to the metal versions they did, which you'll probably hear at the beginning of this the show. Well, let me ask you, do you think that that was Sting's last match, or do you think he's going to come back for a little bit? I think they're going to build him up for a couple more. I think yeah. they've got at least. Four or five pay per views in him before they have to retire him, and he's probably only going to fight at pay per views. So he's, imagine, you know, yeah. he's probably got the Undertaker contract. No, 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 no. Yeah. I was just going to say, uh, I see them doing with him what they did with Undertaker last you year. One, one yeah. a year. I think he'll probably do like one or two big things a year, and then send him to the Lazarus him out. pit. Yeah. 
phase <laughs> them out. Back. They'll put them in Hall of Fame, and yep. that'll be it. You know, like probably three, four years from now, after he does a couple more rounds of, you know, hyping up against the authority and shit. You know, because this is the first time he's been in WWE. Like he yeah. he went down with the ship at WCW, didn't work, but sat on his ass, and then as soon as he could, he went to that TNA bullshit with yeah. Hogan and everybody. And uh, you know, no no disrespect, <laughs> but we I have never much love for Hogan go the originals. Yeah. So you know, when he when he was fifty and still you know trying to go out there and brother it up, like yeah. you know, you can come yeah. on and introduce WrestleMania last year, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm then go drink that. your insure and chill out in the green room. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> much love and respect. Yeah, or yeah. you can come out during the Sting and and uh, uh, Triple H match. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, that I mean that match was just. Is fantastic and just waking up the kid in you and just mm-hmm. just feeling all the adrenaline just go back into it. it's like oh yes we've loved this whole rivalry the entire time and, and let just, me bring in the alternate opinion again reading like Bleach Report and Reddit and all these people and they're going like it's bullshit it's just you know throwing out <laughs> 90s reference nostalgia bullshit la 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 but I the fucking Sting is like 58 or whatever like he's yeah. old yeah we're lucky we're getting this at this I mean, point. He was wrestling when we were kids. Yeah, like he you wasn't know? young then. He was a forty-year-old Brandon Lee Crow ripoff. <laughs> and not to mention, I think everyone needs to kind of, the people of that mindset kind of really acknowledge need to acknowledge the fact that, like, up until recently, that was like the golden day of wrestling. Like, and it was the '90s era of fans that now, as Stephanie McMahon likes to constantly bring up, built the new generation of what mm-hmm. WWE is today. Like, you know, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H were like people to watch during that time, as far as fighting and while Vince was in charge and everything like that. So it's like, you know, if it wasn't for that that generation of fans and those fighters, the stuff that's going on now with like the authority and, you know, uh Kane as the director of operations and stuff like none of that would be the way it is. Let's talk about corporate Kane for a second. Ugh Kane, I loved yeah. you. The day you got the day he came out I remember seeing, watching. He's like, "This dude is creepy. This dude yeah. is crazy. Like, this is a scary dude." He comes out with that fucking music, and and with and with Paul Bearer, and just like the whole gimmick. Like when he started out, it was just terrifying. He's like, "I love it." After the whole DDS, um, <laughs> after he was Jerry Lawler's personal doctor, yes, yes, dentist. Uh, but it, it was terrifying. And now, like, because after falling out and then getting back into wrestling and it's like oh I'm corporate Kane it's like the hell happened so you just don't <laughs> want to wear the mask anymore don't you tell me you no don't red, no slats. mask nothing you just you're just like hey I just don't want to do that whole thing anymore. I, I just want to keep wrestling is that okay I just, I just want to go out there and be <laughs> comfortable for a change keep giving 110 percent I think I've earned it really you know I was in see no evil just play like uh, a team team effort team effort um, uh, give it all I got 110 percent I'm just uh, here so I don't get fined. Yes. <laughs> I need a paycheck, please. But oh, speaking of the McMahon authority as it is, there was a great Stephanie McMahon moment at WrestleMania this year. Yes. Um, I felt it was a little drawn out. That probably could have yeah, been well, about 10 to 15 minutes shorter, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, but, but I mean, they got to give everybody backstage a breather. You know? True. That's it doesn't true. take a minute, you know? And frankly, they're... As we know now, building to bigger and better things. Right. So, so we're talking about Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon's my home moment. girl, Ronda Rousey <laughs> from. Uh, Oofs. Yep, Ultimate Fighting Championship. 
So um, before we get too far, Ali, tell us who Ronda Rousey is. Because I wasn't entirely sure who she was until like a couple weeks before WrestleMania yeah. when Ali showed me her her page or whatever. Yeah, because so. um, I, I don't know the exact stats off of the top of my head, but Ronda Rousey has been in the ring for her entire career like less than two hours. Yeah, and less than 24 hours. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, talk about exaggerations. Apologies. <laughs> uh, less than 24 hours in her entire career, and she is still undefeated. Undefeated. Um, people have been taglining her as, like, the most dangerous woman in ultimate fighting. She, people say she's the most dangerous woman on the planet. Yeah. But 11 total uh, matches, 11 wins. Two by knockout and nine by submission. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Bitch be choking people out. She was in the Pan American Judo Championships. She got gold, gold, silver, and bronze at 2004, 2005, 2006, and 2007. Yeah. Bitch is um, tough. I don't want to fight her. <laughs> she is fierce as hell, and... A lot of her fights you can find on YouTube, some of the really, really good ones, where she literally will pin people and they tap out in, like, the first round. I mean, it is awesome. I think she's the reason they have uh, uh, an Ultimate Fighting Championship women's division, basically. It's just they're like, all right, here's the benchmark. Can you beat this bitch? <laughs> yes. And people have said, no. No, we cannot. Not really. Not no. so much. She kind of hurts. <laughs> There so, are even some guys that are looking like, no, no, no. I'm not touching that shit. <laughs> no. You could go down to the women's division or the featherweight division. <laughs> I'll go featherweight. <laughs> so that being said, Rhonda has been slowly transitioning over to more entertainment style fighting as we are now seeing with WWE. And I think she, she was in uh, the latest Fast and Furious movie, too. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's know. why The Rock was kind of with her as well. That's that awesome. Make a little bit more yeah, sense that's, yeah awesome. that's why she was there. Like, Otherwise, like, this is just odd. <laughs> but so in the beginning of WrestleMania, they did some crowd shots and had shown that Ronda Rousey was in the audience. Um, I want to say it was like right after the uh, Sting fight, they pan out and The Rock is out on stage talking or whatever. And I think uh, Stephanie and Triple H were out there and they were yeah. talking about... Oh, the, that's right. They were talking right. about the attendance record, rock, you know, if you smell, and just he comes down because he's always doing that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah because they were saying that it was their fans and, like, that they owned everything. And The right. Rock's like, I'm sorry, the people's champion, yeah. you do not own me, and you sure as hell do not own them. I remember that whole thing. And then Stephanie ended up slapping him. Yeah. And... Rock got out of the ring and he was like, and he's all salty, you know, like, I don't want to hit the bitch. Well, The Rock is, a, I mean, The Rock is a, a, fi- a face figure now, you know, it's like, if you had The face Rock figure. slap Stephanie McMahon <laughs> back, what would that do to his career, you know? Like, Phil, <laughs> Phil, it's fake. I understand that. <laughs> you can't still, really take it wrong. Unless I, he, you know, starts putting people through fucking tables. <laughs> that's at extreme rules. He's putting right. Stephanie through that's the what, table. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> But anywho, <laughs> so that shit is ensuing, and Stephanie basically tells The Rock, like, Get the hell look, if it wasn't for my father and my company and this shit, like, you wouldn't be who you are. Get the hell out. Yeah, and, Black Adam, beat it. Shazam! <laughs> and so he <laughs> starts walking that. out, and then he grabs Ronda Rousey and brings her into the right. ring, and he's like, I may not be the one to hit you I'm not but I have a, a friend that sure that has no problem with it or something like that 
And so, you know, Stephanie goes on this whole rant about, oh, me and Ronda are actually friends. I, you know, went and saw her at, you know, UFC, blah, blah. And she's like, but... tell him, Ronda. Tell him, Ronda. And Ronda's just help not me, saying Rhonda. shit. Help, help me, Ronda. <laughs> and then finally, you know, Stephanie's like, come on, you guys, like, leave or whatever. And, get the fuck you know, out get out of my ring or something. And Ronda Rousey says, you need to understand Any ring I step into is mine. If you want me to leave, how about you make me? Shit like that. And we're all like, fuck you. Like, who's going to remove her <laughs> at that point? And Triple just, H is looking at her like, bitch. <laughs> and then you see Triple H rush at her, and you see her just flip him over. And it's that like, was awesome. Okay, this bitch is set. Yeah. Let's watch. Let's, yeah. yeah. Let's, 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 let's now continue this. with the Swoop Theater. <laughs> and that, like Ronda Rousey. At that point, Stephanie tries to get in on it. And Ronda just grabs her by the arm and twists her shoulder back. And she is just like I would say that's twelve and twelve now. 12 in my 12. opinion, yes. the best thing is you can hear this kind of like almost dog whimper noise coming out of Stephanie McMahon while she's twisting her elbow, like ow, ow, ow. Like you ever hear the grape lady on the internet? <laughs> she was like, she was a newscaster and she was stomping grapes with like some attendant for like some charity thing that was going on. I think I remember hearing about this. She tripped out after she had said stop and then she stomped a few more grapes to be yeah. you know like a, a crafty bitch and she falls out she makes this fucking noise <laughs> like like she just got fucking turned into a donkey and i'm like what the fuck is going on? apparently she like locked the air out of herself and that's what comes out she becomes eddie murphy from shrek <laughs> But that's kind of what made me think of it, like during when uh, Rhonda had Stephanie like that. It was a, it's a little ooh. yeah. It was like animalistic primal. Like yeah. she yeah. just couldn't even speak. She was just like freaking, you know, speaking in tongues and shit. Like, but Cause yeah, because it, it's been nice. Because I mean, that was kind of funny because we haven't seen any of the divas talk back to Stephanie or anybody. No, else yet. she's been kind of untouchable you know? lately. She's always yeah. been out there with the dudes. So a, this might be a chance definitely for like the women to rebel against the authority yeah. in their own way like with that could be cool. Rousey leading the charge. I, I think that'd be fun. You know, like have her, her and Paige get together. Yeah. Oh, well, out. And it would make sense since AJ Lee's retired, <laughs> we're taking, you know, we're because taking the Bella's belt. Fuck. Because Paige and the virginity. <laughs> <laughs> Paige and AJ Lee had teamed up as Team Frenemy, and now that uh-huh. AJ Lee's retired, Paige She's is going to need a new partner. Yeah. And Paige, being the main, you know, WWE divas, you know, hardcore fighting contender, I think it would make a lot of sense for her and Ronda to team up. Yeah, they said they're going to have a battle royale for the for the title, I believe. So oh, I think oh, that's really? next week. Yeah, that's what they were saying during SmackDown. So awesome. that might be something to look out a for. Divas battle royal. Yeah, I think. It might be on Raw, so by the time this comes out, it might have already happened. But So, we now congratulate the 
Divas champion here. Enter here. <laughs> yeah, so Page. <laughs> so that was that little bit. One match that... Which is going... Oh, I'm sorry, but to continue that, which is leading, the Ronda Rousey thing is leading to Extreme Rules. Yeah. We're supposed to have this, the match with Stephanie, and the big news is that CM Punk is going to walk her down, which we haven't seen CM Punk since the whole fucking incident where he was fired, quit, and it was supposed to be on his, on his wedding day is when he got his termination papers from yeah. him. So another reason why AJ was kind of salty about the, uh, <laughs> the uh, relationship she was having. So... You know, they did that on purpose. Yeah, let's, all, I, let's all admit it. Uh, that's what CM Punk says. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I gotta kind of agree there. Like, yeah, you kind of you'd have to know. Yeah, like you, kinda, if, you had to have done that because it's months later that that shit happened. You know, it's it was. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. sending a message yeah. because we all know Vince is a dirty motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we love events, but fuck you. I trust you <laughs> as far as I can throw you sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Snake don't let him bite you. monster means a hardier breeding stock. Who has ever even heard of Champ? The Loch Ness Monster is a celebrity. He can totally kick Champ's ass. Ogo Pogo. <laughs> Champ is a picture of a log. Nessie is a toy submarine with a head made out of plastic wood. Ogo Pogo is a plesiosaur. A f***ing plesiosaur. Oh, we are screwed. What? Nice job. Who is this guy? Can you tell me a log or at best a beaver could kick the ass of a plesiosaur? Seriously, what is he? Uh, like a cryptozoologist? Shut up. Or, shut up. Or is he Scully and Mulder's shut kid? Up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Ogo Pogo. Uh, well, uh, of course. I mean, uh, it's no contest. Plesiosaur! Well, uh, case closed, then. <sighs> what was... That. that was 21. The 21. It's not even his number anymore. I mean, the guy is like henchman one or something, but, but he won't change his number. Why didn't you tell me that was two Tom 21? But the guy's like a living legend. Man, I'm so glad I didn't mention the car accident. A car accident? A car accident? There was no car accident. 24 died in a car intentional. What's your number, uh, scrub? I, 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 I'm henchman 86. You're 87 now. Listen up, noobs. I want henchman 87 through 95 for field duty. You got 15 minutes to put on your makeup and fix your hair. What are you smiling about? I have allergies. What? Who cares? Dude, I was henchman 87. You just got me moved up to 86. Now I don't have to rake leaves all week. I have allergies. One match that got me out of my seat, though, I'm I'm not. It wasn't until saw this match that it first started making me go, okay, maybe I might be a Randy Orton fan. Mm. You know, because up until now, I was like, okay, Randy Orton's a good wrestler. He's a great wrestler. Don't don't get me wrong. He's awesome. Just haven't really been a Randy Orton fan or anything. But now, after watching that Randy Orton Seth Rollins fight, oh my god. Like after watching that, especially the finale, like I, the finish was the best oh part of that. God. He launched that motherfucker in the air and gave him that RKO. I loved it. 
Yeah, as he said, the best RKO of his career. Yes. Yeah. It was definitely <laughs> a spectacular. That one's going yes. on the highlight reel. Oh, yes. Because I, I think we probably rewound that probably maybe three times. It's like, oh, my God, you see this shit? Rewind it now. I think the the entire match was kind of eh, it was kind of iffy. It was normal. It was, it was mediocre at best. There was nothing really that crazy about it. But when he went for that curb stomp and launched him in the air, it's pretty much like the last thirty seconds of the match when everything just starts happening. It's like wait, wait, you know, yeah. when JJ Security get involved because then he curb stomps him and then he sets him up for something else mm-hmm. and then just out of nowhere just ends the match. Like wait a minute. Which RKO is just a diamond cutter. Let's let's yes. let's call a diamond cutter a diamond cutter here. But the way that oh, that Randy has taken it, okay. You know, I gotta admit he, does, he he's horizontal when he locks that fucking thing in. Yeah. By that point, that's just kind of cool. Yeah. Diamond Ellis Page would just kind of fall. <laughs> and I have to act out every move. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the the fans can't see it, Jeff. I I, I but it's shut up. We want everybody right now to anytime you hear Jeff. Talk about a super, uh, like a, a move in wrestling or something. Just picture him acting it out in his chair too. Yeah, that will make this a little bit more entertaining. No. Stunner. There you go. Stunner. <laughs> Hopefully they can hear my chair creak in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we break a chair over his head. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. So let's talk about him. Uh, Seth Rollins. Because Randy Orton was Randy Orton. He's always going to be Randy Orton. Oh yeah. L- like him, love him, whatever. But Biker. Seth Rollins is the is the new standout at the moment. He's the new face of the WWE, the or, or the future of the WWE. Ah, the future, the future, Skynet. He's a great wrestler. He is a good fighter. Very He's physical. A great wrestler. Comes out in X Men outfits. <laughs> yes, he very much looks like an X Man. I'm not entirely sure why. He's a wannabe Gambit. Yeah. I don't know if that was a Gambit costume or a, or a Cyclops costume or what it was. But. I just say Gambit because of the hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like Gambit took Rogue's hairstyle. Yeah. <laughs> so it's Shay, like, I got the I got the silver too. It's like Gambit meets Rogue meets Sunspot. <laughs> so we just need to have him and Stardust make a tag team. And good. <laughs> My God, okay. yes! So <laughs> and, and then we can get uh, Brock Lesnar as Apocalypse, <laughs> <laughs> the Four Horsemen. No, he's already the Beast. That's true. Yeah, he's so he's the Beast. He's the Beast. beast. Anywho, Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth, yeah, he's a great wrestler. Is just this is not. The, the if whole- anybody else is following <laughs> this in the disjointed order that we're we're talking in. I don't feel like we're doing a pretty good job so far. Fuck it. Yeah, you're no, winning the home out. game. Yeah. We're not, it's not up to us to help you along in life. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and fucking hold your hand forever. Exactly. Uh, you got to figure it out. It's it's much like Lost, I feel. We <laughs> give you just a little bit every week so that you can kind of follow us. And then hopefully you figure out the, the puzzle at the end, which is, I, I don't even know. <laughs> Seth Rollins. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I think he's a great wrestler. It's just with the whole, Fuck him. The whole gimmick that they have him in right now with the whole J&J security and just like... He's got the sweetest heel gimmick steamy, right now. Oh, yeah. The greatest because... He's, just got a, he's got a money ticket in his hand right now. Oh, my God. He's got the belt. Spoilers. <laughs> he's got the belt. He's got the security. He's got everything back. And of course, he's the Yankees of the WWE. He's supposed to be the winner. 
because, because he he's pays got for so it. much yes behind because him. Because he pays for it, yes. They've got but, Brock Lesnar suspended. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the fucking Yankees. He got Brock Lesnar suspended. But at the same time, there are two things crawling up in his shadow. One of those things is my homeboy, Roman Reigns. Roman. Roman. Who is still Dun-dun. quite Dun-dun. embittered as far as how... He went about getting his belt after he got his ass beat in, we'll into a Suplex bit City, bitch. Let, yeah, and let's, let, let's be <laughs> honest. That suplex, City. that suplex City was beautiful. That was. Um, I love counting his, them out loud and shit. Yep. <laughs> in his interview after WrestleMania, Roman Reigns was quoted as saying that Suplex City, he liked it there, and he's thinking about buying a condo. I thought that was pretty epic. Yeah. I mean, like he's like, I took my beating, and then that snake. Yeah. Whoa! That snake Excuse Seth me. Rollins came in and took a fight that was rightfully mine, and that's kind of how I felt about the whole thing. And on top of that, not only does he have to worry about Roman Reigns, who I hope we'll talk about more here in a second, um, <laughs> we will. But bad news, Barrett says that he still is owed his rematch, or no, that's Daniel Bryan. He's excuse me, Daniel Bryan. but um, so no, it's, it's more about. Well, him got, he does have Randy Orton coming Randy out Randy like, I was the last person to beat you before you took that belt. Right. Therefore, I deserve a rematch, and I should be number one contender. Well, and yeah. last year, so, he went into WrestleMania as the champion. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it would be fitting for that to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, it makes perfect sense for Randy Orton to be the number one contender for it. I mean, especially like after that RKO, it was like, give it to him. We are Let so... Into this, oh, what God. happened? <laughs> Where did this all come from? <laughs> You're telling me, <laughs> right? Like this all just popped up, and and then we're fucking in. That's the best <laughs> part in. about it. We're sitting there like, no shit, really? <laughs> that that's what happened. We are so into this right I'm now. I'm like, when can we go get me a t-shirt? Like, and all. This oh my stuff. god! Like, <laughs> I asked Ali. I was like, all right, do you want to watch? Because we missed the WrestleMania parties. You know, right. So I didn't, we didn't and get you to, gotta come this year, otherwise yeah, oh, we're not oh, friends I, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I okay, because we had three parties we were supposed to go to. It was your WrestleMania right. party, our buddy Teddy's WrestleMania party. Yeah, Teddy, I'm him. sorry we couldn't make it to yours either. Um, and we also had my friend Amanda's going away party. Which I understand. So you gotta go to the going we went away to her party. going away party because you can't, she's you can't going go away. bullshit, yeah. it's WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole thing was is that we were gonna go to her party and then go to WrestleMania, but by the time we got done eating because we were at Dave and Buster's and I had no idea uh, how long yeah. it takes to get fucking the waiter food we had there. Was terrible. Like it was yeah, seriously. Yeah, you gotta go there ready to eat first. I'm not okay. I'm not go. dogging Dave and Buster's. No, we didn't it's even put games. We just ate. It took two and a half hours to fucking eat there. Jesus. Otherwise, we would have been there by like what was it? We were gonna be there at seven thirty. Yeah. For WrestleMania. Damn, that would, and that would have been perfect. Yeah. So that we sucks. got to we got to watch like the pre-shows. That sucks. You know, so we got mm-hmm. to watch the pre-shows and everything. Sure. And then like after those is like Ali. Okay, I'm gonna watch WrestleMania. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I was like, "Do you want to watch? Are you interested at all?" You know, and she's like, "Well, I don't know who's fighting." You know, I was like, "Okay, where there's there, there's Sting and Triple H." She's like, "Well, I like Triple H. I remember Sting. Who is he?" You know, and I filled her in on all that and everything. And, and then the I ex- heir to the Nature Boy, basically. Yeah, and then I explained to her about the whole um, oh, what was it? Uh, the Shield the, guys. Like, no, no, no. So I explained to her about the uh, the Undertaker match. She's oh, like, okay. okay. She's like, I've always liked the Undertaker. I'll watch yeah. it. I was like, because I was like, because Bray Wyatt's trying to say I'm the new face of fear. She's like, right. She's like, no Undertaker. You know. I was like, all right, well, we'll, we'll talk you, about you know? Bray here in a little yeah. bit. And so 
she watched him. She like we got like I had already watched WrestleMania before because I she was like well if she's like don't let me hold you back if you want to watch it go ahead and watch it I'm like all right cool you know and so we watched a couple of the matches and and she's like okay what else is next you know so I showed her some of the next match she's like all right cool you know and like and like as we're Just watching we're like, asking, I'm like, I'm like okay you liking so and so she's like I'm liking this guy you know I'm like I'm liking this dude and everything and. And so then finally, like, we we finished WrestleMania. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, not bad. You know, she's like, I enjoyed that. She's like, what's, I was like, there's Raw and SmackDown every Monday, Thursday, whatever. She's like, okay, I'll watch those with you. So by the end of the first week after WrestleMania, we watched the first Raw and the first SmackDown afterwards. Uh-huh. And we had watched, like, the first match or two of Royal Rumble. Oh, by the end Royal of that, Rumble's always fun. That's one of my favorite pay-per-views yeah. to watch. And by the end of that, like, we were, she turns to me and says, all right, I want to get me a Roman Reigns shirt. Um, I want to get me uh, this. And she's like, I want to see if I can't find me a paid shirt. You know, I was like, these mm-hmm. like, okay, let's. You owe me a we'll, scream. We'll check them out. <laughs> I was like, we'll check some stuff out. And it's one of those things was like, I never pictured Allie like getting into wrestling. And now it's like, she's watching wrestling with me weekly. And it's like, what, what's going on? Well, like, I have a theory about that again, because the WrestleMania this year was so good. And it kind of harkened back to old school, our old school wrestling. It was easy for, you know, a resurgence to happen with us specifically. Yeah. And that is what I think they're trying to go with for, go uh, forward with now is more towards uh, uh, an edge towards the wrestling. You know, we're, I, I, hopefully we're done with the TV PG shit and we can move back to 14 at the very least yeah. and get, you know, we don't a need a bit more edgy product. That's we don't all. need to get mature. No, we don't need that. We don't need to get mature here. It's just the whole thing of not everyone has to be like kid friendly, like John Cena. Like yeah, right. I think if they're really there's trying, there's a place for a John Cena. Absolutely, and <laughs> especially after his fight with Rushev, like I can sit here and say, like I would totally rock a John Cena shirt because, mm-hmm. like. Him just putting up, like, the U.S. pride, of course, I gotta kind of give him some love for that, like, you know. Harken back to, you know, that 80s, us versus them, you know, Cold War yeah. shit, you know, like, this motherfucker is bringing a tank in on WrestleMania, like, who the he fuck do you think you Soviet are? Army. like, really? Mm-hmm. Well, like, really? and it'd be one thing if it was just entertainment, but fucking, like, the Russian, like, whatever he's called, like... Vladimir Putin. The premier or whatever, yeah, Vladimir Putin has like reached out to him saying that, yeah, saying that <laughs> he he's like, out? that he's like proud of like... him and what he's doing for like Russia in America. Like, so you support this kind of Russian superiority shit? Like, I thought we were past this 30 years ago, you know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, go for it, Cena. Put that bitch in his place. Kick that tank out of our fucking stadium and tell him to go home. No, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. Well, maybe a little bit. But, no, so, um, but yeah, I do have to... I do have to segue back a little bit to Roman Reigns. Um, Another one of the... Semi underdogs, I guess you could put it. Let's put a wait, pin in that, wait. and let's talk about that in a moment. Let's let's take oh, a short oh. break. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, we want to we want to end with that one because that's that yeah. was the main, the main event. Oh, fair enough. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna end high on your boy. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm all we'll, for that. We'll finish strong, <laughs> much like he must, like a freight train. Uh, this is Hansman Radio. <laughs> Roman Reigns comes in all of our hearts. Sploosh, sploosh. <laughs>
idea of an idea. I'm trying to help you out, Logan. Dukes don't like you that much, and you know it. That feeling's mutual. Well, use them gloves, man. Dance with them a little bit. Allow him to let his anger out on you. Figure if you do that, he'll probably tell you everything you want to know. Come on, man. Look at him. Big old coming out the front of his shirt. Jesus, he's got a coronary, for Christ's sake. Is there even a stretcher big enough to take this guy out of here? It ain't him I'm worried about getting out of here on the stretcher. Let me hear it. Come on, Logan. What was it? You want it? Dance with him, Fred. Hey, it's like oh, what's that supposed to be? You want to dance with him? Oh, oh, that feels good. Hey, guess what? So you gonna talk now. You gotta write what you want. What do you want, anyway? Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. What a weird fucking name he had. He was Ricky, and he was the dragon. Last name Steamboat. Huh. Not very Chinesey. Steamboat. <laughs> like, but, but, Welcome damn back to Henchman Radio. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Welcome back to Henchman Radio. This is Henchwife Fowley. That was wonderful words of racism from our co-host, Henchman <laughs> Jeff. Words of racism. The views and expressions are not solely... It's not our opinions. It's just his. There's only just it's not opinions, an opinion. not ours. It's an observation. <laughs> and damn it, Phil, who just spoke, trying to get the legal jargon out, very poorly, by the way. Um, <laughs> this is why I'm not a lawyer. No. So just to recap, uh, we've been talking about this year's WrestleMania <laughs> and some of the fun that's been ensuing around our resurgence into modern WWE wrestling. Um, yes. Yes, indubitably. Um, we were just talking about the U.S. title fight between John Cena and Rushev. Which was, um, it was, it was, it was a nice, Rushev, it was a nice Rushev. match again to see the two of them and like even when you got to see like the first match of the two of them and you saw Cena fail and Cena and failed a lot. Yeah. Cena Rocky won it a lot. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Till he finally um, got to Rocky too. Yeah. It was a really good build up and ultimately the fight was a nice reflection of like everything they had built up to. And it's nice um, just to see finally somebody give respect back to the belt. You know? Yeah, you know what they're doing there a lot though. They're kind of bringing a lot of main eventers down to the to the littler belts, and and uh, you know, in their opinion, like uh, Brian's yeah. got the belt, uh, yep. Cena's got the belt. There, you know, and Reigns was uh, helping out in the Intercontinental match the other day. So yeah. they're really bringing all these people down to kind of get them more ready. I feel, yeah, which is good, good in my opinion. Let yeah. them get those little belts, and you know, have Cena be like a mini boss for a while before he <laughs> evolves back into a big boss. <laughs> Level so, two boss complete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so after that fight, the next fight was uh, it was Bray Wyatt and Undertaker, Undertaker. I think. I I the, the order of these may be all off, but it yeah. was whatever. Yeah. Just I fucking rewind and fast it. forward. It was a, it was a nice match. It was one of those ones where it's like I was afraid 
of seeing Undertaker lose again at WrestleMania just because it happened last year. Right. And You're just like, is this going to be like, uh, I'm too old for this shit. It's Murtaugh less. And, and, and this year it's the whole like Bray Wyatt going, I'm taking you down. I'm going to be the new face of fear. And it's like, great. We're going to watch him fail again. Which, and then it's going to be like, oh, Undertaker retires. Like, don't let him retire this way. Yeah, we keep him up on a high note. Like, I'm not saying he's retiring this year, people. Just, but no. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, don't don't build up this like momentum character, and then it's like, oh, we're done with him now. Just now, tear him down. Like, wait a minute. One of the things I saw, uh, I just remembered this rumor was that next year it'll be Sting and Undertaker That'd at be WrestleMania, fun. and that'll be both of their last matches. Because I had heard originally that when Sting came back, like he said he wanted to fight Undertaker at yeah. WrestleMania, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool this year, but then it was Sting Triple H. Yeah. So that for next year, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Kind of wish that could... I think it would have been a lot cooler if that could have been part of the streak. Oh, you mean, you know? yeah, before it got broken? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was just like... Maybe he'll go out, you know, three and... Or, you know, at the new streak, at three up and none down. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the little mini streak the at the guy, end there. The little tiny one. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that'd be a fun match to watch if it happens. You know, right. we'll have to wait and see. But, mm-hmm. you know, it was... I felt the, the Bray Wyatt match kind of went a little... It was a little standard. Not a lot was going on, but Undertaker looked way, way better this year. Absolutely. Yes. You know, it looked like he actually trained and got back into shape a little bit, and he realized that he was kind of coasting there last year. Yeah. So And came out in a snazzy outfit. Yeah, snazzy. Yeah, he kind of felt like Undertaker again. You, mm-hmm. you know? Last year, he felt like Undertaker. It just It just felt like there was something missing a little bit. Right. You like, know? it was more this year of... was like, okay, it's back. It almost felt like last year was more of like a tribute fight, like getting him back in, like in honor of what you've done. We're going to make this big deal and let you fight. And then this year it's like, okay, we're taking it serious now. And he's actually in there making moves and doing shit, mm-hmm. you know. So it, I think it was a much better battle overall this year when it came down to it. But it definitely, you know, was nice too because of all the kind of anti-authority stuff that's been going on with WWE over the past year or two to have somebody like, you know, him come in that's always had some beef and be like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to fuck up your happy little house you got going on here and, you know, cause a ruckus. And I think it, it was just a really good fight in the end too. Those last couple punches were, you know, real close, and we weren't sure what was happening, you know, which always makes for a good finish, so. Because of, the, of who the two were, I kind of felt like it should have been a should have been a casket match, but I'm yeah. not mad about it. Yeah, um, uh, in the end, it was fine. I gave him, like, yeah. two tombstones, and that was, that was it. He was done. Yeah. Which leads us to the last match, because we have to talk about a certain somebody. Yes. Uh, <laughs> fucking so. Brock Lesnar. Ladies and gentlemen... My name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed WWE heavyweight champion of the world, Brock Lesnar! So Brock versus Roman main event WrestleMania 31 hype going into this is huge because it's this small big dude versus the big big dude big big dude Samoan Fury versus the Beast right mandated into the streak the Beast incarnate just 
It I, was a fucking beat down. It was a beating. He, it looked realistic at the very beginning. Where I'm sitting there going like, what the fuck is going on here? Because <laughs> Brock's bleeding. It, it was, looks like he's really hurting the guy. It was like I was telling Ali and a couple others, is like Brock Lesnar is a monster. Like he went and just almost conquered UFC. Yeah. You know, like he has he's the only person to to have an NCAA title, to have a, U, a UFC title and a WWE title and all that, you know, like in a lot of ways he's the male equivalent of like Ronda Rousey pre WWE. Like he was, was one of the most intimidating, like real fighters out there and then he comes into WWE and is just unstoppable. Yeah. Well, he know? started in WWE. Yeah, he started first. out in WWE. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize. Yeah. And he won He won the Royal Rumble. He won the Royal Rumble his rookie year. I he just know it, it was yeah. that once once he really got, you know, the momentum. It was just like no one wanted to fuck with him. That yeah. was yeah. like <laughs> the impression like, I had. I'm a bad man. And just like just knowing all that history and then you have Paul Heyman just putting the butter on it of just like just every night just he like he doesn't even have to fucking talk he gets the best he, hyper in history you know, okay so many times he's come out and not said a word and just stood there next to Paul Heyman and you're just sitting there like this motherfucker is gonna destroy us all <laughs> oh my god like somebody save us please you know it's like Brock Lesnar has been built up to be this giant fucking monster mm-hmm. you know and it's one of those things that like he said several times, he's like, I'm, I was, he's been, he said several times, like, I was put on this, on this earth to hurt people. I enjoy it. That's what I do. You like know? they said in Sensei, if he were born in any other time, yeah, he would be a barbarian, a Viking. Swinging an axe into yeah. somebody's face. He'd be exactly. a gladiator like, and they would just feed people He would be happier. He was just yeah. born in the wrong time. Like. And it's one of those things, like, I was telling everybody, I was like, he's, like, he's probably one of those things where it's like, there's sometimes in matches where WWE goes, okay, we don't care who wins, you two decide it, just have a good match. So then it's a little bit more real than not. You know, and so I was looking at it, I was like, okay. This is probably one of those things where, like, WWE's going, all right, y'all, he's got the belt. We can't take it from him, so you're going to have to actually knock the fuck out of him to take it from him. Like, you have to actually fight Brock Lesnar. I read, what I read was that they only informed Seth Rollins because, spoiler, he won the belt after cashing in Money in the Bank. They told him that day he was going to win. You're going to go down there, and this is what's going to happen. They're going to beat the fuck out of each other. You're going to start curb stomping motherfuckers, and then you win the belt. Big heel turn. You're a big dickhead. No one's gonna like you ever again. All right. <laughs> and then it makes Roman Reigns look like a fucking champion going out there and getting his ass kicked over and over by two people, and finally submitting to you know the end being pinned. So yeah, because they're basically in a lot of ways doing. I, I hate to use the term that Jeff is saying nepotism, but mm-hmm. it's like they're making Roman Reigns the new quote unquote people's champion, like The Rock was. You know, he's kind of been in a way an underdog, but not really. Like he's the underdog that everyone wants to win. So, you know, he's the obvious choice. Yeah, yeah. And I think the fans are getting that shoved down their throats a little too much. That this is like. The savior of the WWE, this you know, this big uh, Samoan motherfucker coming in again, rock style, and, and yeah. but he can't talk that well. He doesn't have as big a move set, in my opinion. He's got a lot of potential, but he needs to work out what he's got, which is why I'm happy he's in the Intercontinental scene right now. Yeah, more than that. And and if he stays there and can prove myself, prove me wrong, I'd be happy to welcome him as champ. But like his second or third year in, he's getting a championship shot. No fucking way against Brock Lesnar. Well, oh, no. and I I yeah. think honestly that's just because of the the momentum that he had going. That WWE basically was like, you know what. 
we can't ignore the fact that this guy is huge right now. Like the fans love him. People want to see him. No, they him. love him now. Yeah. Going yeah. in, they were editing shit out. They were doing all this other stuff to make it look like he was a better, b- b- more love than he actually was. That's the problem. Is that yeah, he, WWE gave them him a major like, push? They pushed him up real quick. Yeah. Oh. And that's why, like, I don't know if you noticed or not, but like, there's been a couple matches where like Roman Reigns start knocking people out, and everybody just starts booing. Yeah. You know, and it's like. When he won the the uh, uh, Royal Rumble, people were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, Brian gets thrown out after the, like I'm five sorry. minutes, and he ends up winning. W- okay, I was down with everything up until the whole part where it's Kane and Big Show choking each other, pushing each other out of the ring. Yeah, just and I was that's like, kind of ball. Come on, I just that's as really... someone that's freshly gotten into it, I've just really enjoyed everything with Roman yeah. Reigns and become a big fan. Like I was kind of saying earlier when we were watching some older stuff, like. You know, I really like the whole one versus all kind of almost musketeers mentality that he's like, yeah, I came from S.H.I.E.L.D. and they're not anything anymore, but I still stand by like what S.H.I.E.L.D. stood by and I'm going to like carry that torch on my own. Like, and I think that's cool. And, um, you know, he definitely, like I said, from WrestleMania's fight, I think it's just the man can take a beating and that alone kind of for me, gives him some credibility, at least. He did come out of suplex City. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's he sitting there... He took and he Bro- kept smiling. Brock yeah. Lesnar is beating the shit out of him. We're all fairly sure at one point he spit out a tooth, like, and he's just in there smiling and, like, oh. laughing at Brock Lesnar, like, <laughs> keep going, buddy, because I'm going to hang Brock. in here until I you get tired, and then I'm going to get a couple good mm-hmm. Superman punches in and fuck you up. Like, like, there's a couple it. times, like when the camera went to Brock, you could see it on Brock's face. Like, the fuck the is going fuck on? Are you doing? Like, why aren't you hurt? Like, wait a minute. Like where he's damn boy. Yeah. And there was at one point where he got him with like two German suplexes and then like one other suplex real quick, and he pins him. And you know they get to the two, and he kicks out, and Brock is just sitting there like panting, red just. Big ass face in the camera, like, how is this kid still going? And for me, that's when I was like, I really like this guy, Roman Reigns. I will say, my my brother was here watching it with us, and I'm sitting there just the whole time because I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Like, ever since ever since day one of ECW with him, sure, sure, I've been a Paul Heyman guy. And like, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, he's not beating Brock Lesnar. Like, Brock Lesnar's taking the belt home. And my little brother's like, well, what would he do if? Roman Reigns won and beat Brock Lesnar and took the belt home. Like I'd be surprised, but that's not going to happen, you know. And as soon as <laughs> well, I'm behold, you were right. But... As, as soon as I'm done ho- saying that whole thing, Roman pushes Brock into the post, and you see Brock's head oh, just man. split and yes. blood just goes down his face. I'm like, well, never mind about that. Just you know, I'm like, got oh my god, open. oh yeah, and like you could see immediately, like Brock is just dazed like uh, what just happened like you know like immediately he's like oh he got a concussion yeah you know, he's got like, fucked he, up he, he got hit you might know? be why he's out now like he's you know suspended <laughs> <laughs> might be like i need to get this shit looked at for a second Excuse i think it's me. a little bit more about putting like four people in the hospital yeah on, yeah on raw the day after oh yeah the commentators <laughs> my god took out booker t man yeah because as soon as he did that word <laughs> That's why he did it. Oh, um, but as soon as, he, as soon as he pushes Brock Lesnar into the post and starts owning the match, I'm like, okay, Roman Reigns is going to win this match. Okay, he's he's going to take it home. And then all of a sudden you see Seth Rollins. I'm like, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> it's I WrestleMania. It. All the stops are getting pulled out. He's the money in the bank. He, 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 
I, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> you know, I was like, why didn't I just tell myself that it was going to happen? But it's we like, had okay. a uh, uh, like a, <laughs> a game going at the at the party. Yeah. So we had people guess who was going to win each match, right? Yeah. Dur- right, and we did the ballots right before. Caleb out of nowhere is like, I want Seth Rollins to win this match. Like, he's not in this match. <laughs> <laughs> so he told him he couldn't have it. He guessed somebody else. Then fucking Rollins comes down. We're like, fuck, you win. Just take your, take your stupid shit and go. <laughs> Way to go, Caleb, thinking outside the box. Right? <laughs> Remembering about shit that we just decided not to remember. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I thought it was a possibility, but I didn't think it was going to happen, to be honest. Well, I'm, well, the whole thing is like, he's money in the bank. He's supposed to be the future WWE. I'm like, this is WrestleMania. It'll Because uh, what I figured would happen is like, Roman Reigns would win it. Like, after I saw that, I'm like, okay, Roman Reigns would win it. And then, then he'll come, he'll come out. down. But I'm That's like, what I thought, too. I didn't think you could do it in the middle of a match. You just made it no, a triple threat No, you can do it anytime you want. You yeah. can do it at any point in time you want. Because uh, who was it? There was somebody who put an open challenge up for his belt at any time he wanted. Mm-hmm. And there was at one point when he was at an arcade and like one of the wrestlers just showed up and they had a match right there in the arcade. Oh, no. That was uh, uh, Crash Holly, wasn't it, with the Hardcore Championship? Yeah. They yeah. defended it 24-7. Yeah. Was, it was the gimmick. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> I think and it was the headbangers. So I figured that's what was going to happen. Like As soon as I saw him crack his head, I was like, okay, Rum's going to win it and then he's going to cash in money. You know, because mm-hmm. I figured I was like, if Brock wins this, he's not going to cash in yet. He's going to wait until somebody just mantles Brock Lesnar. You know, but then he just came out. I'm like, okay, he's gonna he's gonna take it home. He's All right, congratulations, so, Seth. You yeah. did good. You did exactly what you should have done. Okay, I'm. We, if it was any of us, we would have done the same exact thing. Okay. I don't know about that. I, 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 okay. I would have done the same exact thing. <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> I would have done the same thing, Seth. Okay? So, I'm not mad at you. Congratulations. You're the new champion, Seth Rollins. So, on that note, let's wrap that up. <laughs> so, we, we, it was like almost all the championships changed hands, didn't they? All except, except for the, the tag. tag yeah. yeah. So... And the Divas, yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty, pretty exciting night at WrestleMania. I think that it was perfect to bring us back in. Obviously, it grabbed Allie's ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Just> fucking, <laughs> oh, she told me she yeah. wants to start watching all the pay-per-views from last year's WrestleMania up until now. Well, again, graphic novels. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, gotta catch up. Yeah, so I can get caught up, and we've been watching every Raw and SmackDown since this year, so oh, that way I can enough. stay up to date. So. so, WrestleMania, WWE, it'll get you. <laughs> Oh yeah, brother! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The man's a cream of the crop. The cream always rises. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but stay tuned for more wrestling fun from us here at Henchman Radio. I'm sure we'll have many more things coming with lots of pay per view. And if There's you see Brock actually... Lesnar outside, cross the street so you don't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Eat, sleep, break the streak. Yes. The Especially streak in your with. Pants. Especially with, is it Extreme Rules coming to Columbus? Uh, no, uh, Money, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank will be coming to Columbus here soon, so I'm sure we'll have some more wrestling fun coming for you guys soon. So for Henchman Radio, I'm Henchman Jeff. I'm David Paul. And Henchwife Allie. <laughs> God damn it. I want to do something wrestling. What are you going to do when Hulkamania runs wild on you, brother? Henchamania. You fucked it up, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> He 
think he is so hot. He has her is about to explode. And Rollins showing extreme confidence as the champion. But he can't touch that till that bell rings. But once it does, get ready for our caged animal to come loose. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Rollins, Lesnar live on Raw for the championship. We're going to hear from Rollins before the match begins. You know, I, uh, I actually, I just spoke with Stephanie McMahon before I came out here, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm feeling kind of jet lagged, to be honest. And I, no, no, hey, hey, look, hey, and and my foot kind of hurts a little bit from curb stomping you and Roman Reigns last night, so. I'm a fighting champion, and I'm going to give you your rematch. Just not tonight. <laughs> what? What on earth? Oh my God! What the hell? Lesnar's got Rollins. Lesnar's got Rollins. Lesnar's got Rollins. Lesnar doesn't know what to do. Not the guy you want to tick off. Trust me. Oh, God. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.